Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Before we start going through Mike's book, we have a segment from a recent coaching call we think you will find very useful. Enjoy the discussion on 10 things learned from building a business. One of the things that I wrote down this morning as I was thinking and working my way through things is I wrote down crow principles, crow principles. What are the principles I want my kids to know about me? What are the principles I want my customers, my coaching members, my acquaintances? I, you know, if they know me, they'll go, well, Mike Crow would say, okay. And then this morning, John stepped up and he wrote this great thing. I, I just want you to see this. So it says, the top 10 things I've learned about building a coaching business. Notice that coaching is underlined there, okay? Because what I want you to be able to understand is, I want you to be able to understand that you can replace the word coaching here with anything, okay? So what did, what have I learned about building a speaking business? What have I learned about building an inspection business? If, if I were still doing three days of secret reveal, this would be one of the big secrets that I would reveal in February. I'm gonna go through this and John, I want you to be able to give some input. So feel free to unmute and, and give some input here. Do you have the list in front of you, John? Cool. So John, unmute. I want you to read through this, you and I together, and let's expand on it a little bit. And guys, as we write, write through these, I want you to understand that he's putting down here top 10 things I've learned, but to some degree, these are all principles as well. And do people in your business, people surrounded by you, people that work with you, do they know what your principle is? So I'm going to give it to you in an inspection world context. So when I train inspectors, I would always say, when you're doing this, the first thing you do is this. Okay. And it was kind of shocking because sometimes people now take that first thing for granted and they forget to even mention it. Okay. So when you're inspecting a swimming pool, the first thing you do is blank. And I expect every inspector to get that right. I expect every inspector to get that right. We shut off the swimming pool. Bingo done okay and if they don't do that the rest of inspecting the pool becomes difficult okay but by doing that one thing everything gets easier when you're going to go do an inspection the the most important thing is to arrive blank minutes early i expect everybody to be able to fill in that blank and here are the four things you get done five if you want to add in you know uh knock at the doorbell and say hi to people but you know here are the four things you're gonna get done. And I wanna make sure that every inspector knows that. So think about this as you're training inspectors, as you're training speakers, as you're training coaches, as you're training client coordinators, as you're training your marketing person, do they understand your core set of principles uh, that you have, okay? And by the way, it's kind of funny. I started doing this at a family level years ago. 
okay? And I created a set of principles even for uh, the family. And so they're kind of trick questions, okay? If an alien abducted you, okay, and they're pretending to be you, a doppelganger, if I asked them this question, what would the answer be? So here's one, Jen, you'll love, okay? And Marlene, you probably know the answer to this as well. If we go to church, Mike always parks where, okay? Yes, see, Jen, what's the answer? By the light pole, crow pole. (laughs) It's the crow pole, okay? I mean, we gave it a name, all right? And part of the reason is I told my kids, when you come to church, if you're driving yourself, you could look right there and around that area and you can say, oh, dad's here. They'll know I'm there because they know that's where I park, okay? And so the crow pole, we've got it labeled. And I have like a hundred of those things in the family. And I will tell you, one of the things that I'm working on is pushing the whole family agenda uh, even further. So John, are you ready? The top 10 things you learned about Mm -hmm. building, and I'm gonna take out the word, but building a business, okay? So by the way, Ricky, I want you to know, This is a great PowerPoint. This would be a great office presentation. This would just be a great marketing event. And I think it could even be dribbled out on TikTok. It could be dribbled out on Facebook. It could be dribbled out so many others. And then I'm gonna ask, after John goes through these guys, I'm gonna ask you, what's one principle you have or one thing you have that you would add to this list or that everybody knows about you or the way you do your business? So give you a little bit of time to think about that. So John, you're up. All right. Yeah. Number one, you will always have more opportunity than time. Uh, You can't do everything, but you don't have to do everything to be successful. You don't have to do everything yourself either. Okay. Correct. Perfect. Okay. Number two, until you figure out what gains traction, you have to be agile and willing to shift strategies and direction. Yep. So number two, think about this guys. One of the things that I taught everybody when I created MIC was that they were building their business wrong. Ricky, as a coach, what's the first person you see people normally try to hire and it's the wrong person? Who do you normally see them try to hire first? An inspector. An inspector. It's the worst person to hire, okay? It's the worst person to hire because now they got another mouth to feed and they don't have a good way to do that, okay? So when you figure out that marketing is the first person you need to hire and put that in place, so now the phone's ringing consistently and you can feed everybody, everything gets easier. And so in my world, okay, one of my crow principles, and and I loved it because Barbara Cochran on Shark Tank, she said almost exactly the same thing. She said a slightly different version of it, but she said almost the exact same thing. She said, every time I could get more money, I would go hire another uh, salesperson. But what she really was saying, another person that would go market for themselves and create money. Okay. And so I love that. So in our world, guys, what gives us more traction and what we know that most people don't know is marketing gives you more traction than anything else that you've got going for you out there. All right. Back to you, John. All right. Number three, it's about building momentum. And I think of this like maybe old Bugs Bunny cartoons or something where someone's standing atop of the snowy mountain and they roll a snowball down the the mountain. And by the time it gets to the bottom, it's grown into an unstoppable icy boulder. So that's what we're all doing. We're adding piece by piece by piece until eventually we are an unstoppable force. And I love this. And I used to have this great poster and I've searched for it and I haven't found another version of it. But in my original business that I sold, I had this great poster that when I walked in the front door of the business, it was there and it said momentum across the bottom of it. 
there was this wave that was crashing onto the beach, right? Go ahead, try to stand and stop a wave from the ocean crashing onto the beach, okay? I mean, you could do it with a lot of work, okay? But stopping that kind of momentum is almost impossible. And I want you to know, one of the greatest things I realized at some point was, me and my dad actually looked at each other at some point and said, you know, we would have to like really work at killing this business because it has so much momentum. And don't ever forget the power of momentum. The power of momentum will allow you to be able to do things that most people never think about. So for instance, you guys probably know this, but maybe you don't. This week's my birthday. And so Thursday, the 17th, I am flying to Disney World with Jonathan, my oldest son. Okay. And we are spending a week at Disney. So I'm leaving on Thursday and we come back on Wednesday because that's all the time he could scratch off. Otherwise, we'd probably be staying 10 days or something. Okay. But the momentum that both Jonathan has made with Text Inspect and that I have made allows us to be able to walk away for a week and not even blink. Okay. Maybe I'll take some phone calls. Maybe I'll make some phone calls. Will I check the numbers? Probably every morning. Okay. But I don't have to. Okay, because there's so much momentum that we have put into the business. Shauna, this is exactly where you and Stan are. You guys have so much momentum. It allows you to be able to do so much extra stuff and work towards there. All right, John, back to you. Number four, prioritize by tasks or projects that are easiest to execute that will also have the most impact and finish them to completion. One finished stackable is way easier to leverage and more effective to leverage than a dozen incomplete systems. Yep. And don't get me wrong, guys. I have four or five, six things working all at the same time. But every now and then I go, let's finish this one because this one will mean so much to us down the road. But I will tell you, most people, the most important people, the most successful people I know still write lists of what they're getting done. Okay. They prioritize what they're getting done. And so I have in this book here, a little notebook, all kinds of little priority list of, oh, what am I going to get done today? Okay. Do I get it all done every day? Hardly ever. Okay. But I do get some of it done every single day. And I will tell you one of the things I tell to Jen all the time is that, you know, each day we look back at the end of the day, what's one thing we got done today that moves us closer to our goal? Back to you, John. All right. Number five, the next big thing that you're doing or working on that you think will make or break you will never actually make or break you. So the idea of this one is, yeah, I think of it like success uh, is death by a thousand cuts, or it's like a hundred small streams that flow together to make a, a mighty river. I think the analogy I used this morning is, you know, I wonder how often like say Tom Cruise gets asked the question, what's the one thing you did to become Tom Cruise? when really it's any successful person you talk to, it's hundreds of things that they've done to become successful. This was a pet peeve of one of the coaches that I worked with. And he said, this is the number one question I hate. What's the number one thing I need to do to be successful? And he's going, are you out of your mind? Okay, there is not one thing that makes you successful. Here's the thing is the next big thing you think you're doing that will either make or break you doesn't, it won't. Okay. However, every time we train a new inspector, every time we create a new macro key, every time we change the, the process of doing the inspection, every time we figure out how we're going to print the report or email it or deliver it. Okay. All of those add up to this, the, these small little trinklets of water to rivers and then eventually into the ocean. 
okay? And again, I'm back to my ocean and that wave hitting the shore, okay? The momentum of having a thousand things that you've done put together changes everything. And here's the thing is, it would be very difficult. It could be done, but it would be very difficult for somebody to take away half or 500 of those little trinklets of water. And even if they did, I still have 500, okay? And so it's one of those cool things. Be sure to listen to the next episode to hear the other five things learned while building a business. And as Mike always says, be successful and be around those that are successful because the more money you make, the more people you can help. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.